Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Welcome to episode three of You Know I'm Right, right here on Double G Sports Radio. Nick Durst here once again. Today I'm joined by a very special guest from Sports Illustrated, Andrew Hirschkowitz. Hirsch, welcome to the show. Thanks, man. It's been, it's been way, way, way too long. I, I didn't see who you had on the second podcast, but I saw that you had Anand Verk on the first. So I, I'd say that right now is where we start going downhill. Absolutely. So for those of you who've been following our careers here, Hirsch and I used to do a show together back in the, in the day on a not-so-great website. Uh, and <laughs> here, here we are uh, back again, talking sports, trying to be a distraction out there. So Hirsch is very famous for his, I would probably say, you know, twice a year, he, he does a, a QB ranking list. Is that, is that fair, Hirsch? <laughs> I don't know if I'm very famous for it, but... Something like that. I anybody anybody who knows Hirsch knows he loves to do <laughs> his QB lists. I typically, I typically do it whenever you ask me to, which is about twice a year. So, so Hirsch is going to give us uh, his top 35 uh, quarterbacks. But before we get the list here, you want to just give your criteria on how you formulated this list? Right, yeah. So top 35 seems like a random number. But the, the reason why 35, because right now, not including rookies like Joe Burrow or Tua or Herbert, there are 35 quarterbacks out there that can conceivably start on opening day right now. So that 35 guys, and the way I set it up was that I tried to separate these quarterbacks from their personnel, from their system, anything that – I tried to isolate their performance. So if a, if a quarterback that hasn't won much, like, say, a, a Matthew Stafford, Right. If he changed teams with or if, he, if him and not Tom Brady went to the Bucks, it wouldn't matter to me. Right. Because I'm basing it based on their skill, on their skill level and what I think they can do in the most optimal circumstances or even in the most negative circumstances. And I also tended to favor quarterbacks with higher upside rather than ones where they have a pretty defined ceiling. So. Like, I, I know your, your, your boy Daniel Jones might be a little higher on this list than a lot of people think. Or I don't know. Maybe you, you probably think he's higher because you're, you're biased. But, um, you know, you, I think you're going to be surprised about my Daniel Jones opinion on uh, this right. one. So, uh, you know, right there. We, we always uh, agreed over Eli. So, uh, I, I don't think I really showed too much favoritism towards Giants quarterbacks. But, you know, a couple of things to keep in mind here as you listen to Hirsch give us list. He always loves to overrate the running quarterbacks. He loves Russell Wilson, and he does not really <laughs> like Tom Brady. So there's a, there's a lot of, we used to work together at Bleacher Report, and, uh, you know, this is when Tom Brady had a miraculous comeback against the Falcons when the Super Bowl, and he didn't even make, he didn't even make Hirsch's top five QB list. So. No, he was five. He was at five. Okay, so he, he barely made the top five. So uh, this is an interesting list then. So using Hirsch's criteria, you won't be hearing the name Joe Flacco or Marcus Mariota here just because he doesn't 
see any viable path for these guys to start um, the beginning of the season, which, you know, I'd love to get your take on this. Do you actually think the NFL is going to start in September? I mean, anyone that has a definitive answer for you on that question is, is bullshitting you or trying to sell you something. I don't know if now you have a more of an edit to do or this is a family-friendly show, but um, I, I can't give you a straight answer on that. Who knows, man? I mean, I, I hope, I hope so. I mean, it's, there are way, way more important things going on. But, like, if the NFL does start in September, that likely means things are somewhat back to normal. So here's hoping that happens. We shall see. And then, of course, you know, this year we have the 14-team playoff for the first time. So No, I don't think that's this year. It's gonna, they, they instituted it, but it's not going to happen this year. But in 2021, it's going to happen. Interesting. I thought I saw it was definitely going to be this year. But we'll see. Uh, I guess everything – it's subject to change and how the collective bargaining shakes out. And who knows if we'll have a, a season or an abbreviated season. Could be looking at, a, you know, Scott Boris comes out and says the MLB should be playing the World Series on Christmas. So, I mean, I think that'd be <laughs> great for you, Hirsch. But uh, I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I think if we're looking outside, I fell for a second. We're probably looking at like a Labor Day weekend, NBA finals, Stanley Cup, if we have the opportunity to have sports and the baseball is going to be a real mess because if you're having like an 80 game season, that's going to be really tough to, you know, legitimize the playoffs. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know, man. I, 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 I hope, I just, I just hope things get back to normal in a, in a couple of weeks um, and people don't lose their jobs and hopefully don't lose anyone close to them. And, you know, sports is something that is there to distract us. And the fact that it's not here now, makes it a lot more real. And if it does come back again, it likely means things are back to normal. So let's just hope. Absolutely. And if, you, if you're looking for your NFL fix, you know, hit, hit up Clocks Hirsch over here on Twitter. They'll be giving you these prop, prop bets and over-unders <laughs> random stuff right now that doesn't really make much sense. But let's get into the list here. So uh, you have six different tiers. So you want to just explain the tiers first and then we'll – work things backwards from tier six up to tier one? I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. I, I, I think there are certain cutoffs right now. Um, if we're going to start with tier six, these are guys right now. And again, this list isn't for something in the future, right? So in this tier, we have Dwayne Haskins at 31 and Drew Locke at 32. Like, that doesn't mean I don't, I don't like their future. That means if there was a game tomorrow, I think they are the 31st and 32nd quarterback that I would want. Um, but let's start, let's start at the very bottom at 35. And this makes me really, really happy, Nick. It really does. Jared Stidham right now, the projected Patriots starter. I don't think they start Brian Hoyer on opening day. If they do, I can't believe they brought Hoyer back. Oh, I believe it. Belichick. They love Hoyer. Mission. No, Belichick is on a mission to prove that it was him and not Brady. That he can do it with anybody. Yeah, but now it's Hoyer. Right? I mean, I can't believe Hoyer's <laughs> been passed around the league so many times, and he's every yeah. time he started, he's been not great. Yeah, I mean, but again, Belichick wants to prove that, like, he, Matt Castle wasn't. So, all right, so he, it's quite according to you, <laughs> Belichick could take the worst QB in the league starting, and they'll probably still be like a nine and seven team. What do you think? I actually don't think so. I mean, I think Belichick's a great coach. And I'm, I've, I've like been kicking the balls enough times by doubting him. 
but like <laughs> they've lost a lot of talent on defense and obviously Brady's not there anymore. They don't have a second round pick. They gave it up for Mohamed Sanu. I know they have a bunch of other draft picks, but like when's the last time the Patriots have, have taken a receiver in the draft that people have thought was good or, or has performed? Like, the last one was Edelman and he was a seventh round pick and he was a quarterback. Like, I, I don't, I, I, I'm, as a Jets fan, I mean, it's it's definitely a dawn of a new era. I just, I, so, I, I mean, I think I don't know if they're going to be like a Super Bowl contender, but I, I could see them going nine and seven. And yeah, we, we don't we don't know because they they could get a QB in the draft. You know, a lot of people um, love the guy Love, so they have him going in the top five. And some mock drafts have Herbert falling all the way to the Patriots. Herbert might be a good fit with the, with the Patriots. So we'll see. And you know, Newton's a free agent. Dahl might be a free agent, so there's other possibilities other than Hoyer and Stidham. Right, but but right now, but right now Stidham is the guy, so he's at number 35. Number 34 is a guy that I have never been on ever. Even when he got drafted second overall, it made no sense to me. That's Mitch Trubisky. He makes two, three really good throws a game, and then just poops his pants the rest of the game. (laughs) You know, literally, I I don't, I'm shocked that the that the competition that that the Bears brought in will will get to him I I thought they would have had to bring in someone a little better than Nick Foles but I I think I think Trubisky's far gone at this point and then at 33 we have Tyrod Taylor uh Tyrod Taylor right now is is the projected starter for the Chargers the Chargers say that they don't want to bring in any other veterans even though I think Cam Newton will be a great fit there um and it looks likely they'll take a quarterback at six or maybe they'll even trade up for one. Um, so Taylor right now, serviceable enough guy, but not very accurate. Um, and he's not, he's ceilings uh, eight and 18 with a good team around him. Uh, 32, we have Drew Locke. As we mentioned before, he had a, he had a nice debut uh, last couple of games. Um, it, the Broncos didn't really like make him do too much. They gave him a lot of quick reads. Um, Cortland Sutton made a ridiculous amount of catches, uh, like a ridiculous amount of insane catches. Uh, I think he's one of the most underrated players in the entire league. And then we have Dwayne Haskins, who if this list was made like in week nine of last season, he'd probably be last on the list. But he definitely made some strides once Bill Callahan took over and focused on the running game and made things a little bit easier for him. So I put him a little bit over lock because he had more – he he had higher sample size and he was put in a more difficult situation. So that so that's the bottom tier. All right. So I disagree with Trubisky. Uh, I don't think he's the thirty fourth guy here. Um, at Haskins, he's definitely thirty five. I think he's thirty five. Um, and then the, there's two other QBs that I would definitely have in this tier, and that would be Daniel Jones and Sam Donald. I think both of them are just. <laughs> Turnover machines. I, I missed you, man. I missed you. And I, I just – I don't see, you know, either of these guys being uh, top 20 QBs at all. Uh, Trubisky, I guess people forget, you know, two years ago, guy had a healthy season and the Bears were great, made it to the playoffs. And we'll see if the competition now with Foles yeah. pushes him to do better. Um, I like Locke. I think uh, the Broncos, they might have their guy there. Haskins, you know, they're saying, oh, maybe the Redskins consider drafting a quarterback, which is just an absolute nightmare. Tyron Taylor, probably uh, the best backup in the league, but he's going to start now. 
and Stidham, uh, you know, the jury's out. We'll, we'll have to see. But I guess you're uh, shocked that I think Donald and Jones are in tier six of QBs. I'm not, I'm not shocked because it's you. Um, but I, again, I, 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 I err on the side of upside. Like Daniel and Jones is at the top of the next tier, so I guess we can just get there now. Yeah, I just, I just point. think that uh, if if they're both healthy this upcoming season, that you're looking at the both QBs lead their conference in turnovers. I mean, I I, I don't know. Um, Unless Jameis well, Winston's starting, right? So Daniel Jones, I I was I wasn't one of those guys that when he was drafted was laughing at the giants, but I didn't think he was great either, but man, the guy had 24 touchdowns and 12 interceptions last year for a rookie. That is really, really good. I understand that doesn't take into account the fumbles, but you know, 62% completion percentage. He, he, and he's a mobile guy. So I, I, I like him a lot more than you do, even though I only have him at 24. I think for a rookie, like, I, like you mentioned Mr. Trubisky about how, how he, he, he led the Bears to the playoffs a couple of years ago. His stats were nowhere near as good as Jones's, and he was carried by his defense and his running game. And I just, I just, I hate, system, that, I hate the Danny right? Dimes nickname. It's just so foolish. You know, it just, it just doesn't. It's just, it's just so silly. Like, no, sure. Uh, so, like, but again, we're talking. We're not. We're taking all the narrative stuff out of here. Remember, we're separating all of that stuff. You know. Actually, in 2018, when Trubisky did, did lead the Bears to the playoffs, he had the exact same touchdown to interception rate that Jones did in his rookie season, right? So I, I, I'm, I'm higher on Jones than you are, but I have him at 24. The turnovers are a problem, but they're, they're a problem for every rookie quarterback. And we'll see. At 25, I have Teddy Bridgewater, which is pro- might be a surprise to some, because a little low, a little low, probably. Yeah, a l- probably, probably a little low. People think it's a little low, and I, I've, I've actually always been a Bridgewater guy. I wanted the Jets to take him in the draft. I just the physical tools aren't really there for me. I think there's a hard cap ceiling on him. He didn't really impress me when he came when he came back for the Saints. I mean, he managed the game well, but again, he had the best, he had one of the best offensive lines in football. Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas surrounding him, and he really didn't have to do too much. Are you more of a Taysom Hill guy? I don't know. I haven't seen the guy throw the ball enough, but like, I, he's not on this list because there's no way he's starting this year. But like, Bridgewater, serviceable, good enough guy, but uh, he doesn't have the upside. The person that does have the upside is the next player, which is Jameis Winston at 26. And I don't think he's going to start when the season begins because I don't see a home for him at the moment. But I think it's like he led the league in passing yards last year. For him to not even be on this list is would would be I mean, would the be only like, place that I really could see him going, and this is going to sound crazy, and it'd be like a one-year deal, maybe two-year deal, and that would be the Redskins. I don't think it's cr- Ron Rivera saw him all year. I've seen his whole career, and you know Haskins probably the biggest question mark right now as far as starting QBs. So that's the place where I could maybe maybe see a match. But then again, you have. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. 
You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Hey, Jen, we need to sell our home. Do you know a great agent? I do. We just sold with a local Redfin agent. It was awesome. And we paid a 1% listing fee because we bought our new home with Redfin, too. Wow, 1%. Are Redfin agents full service? Totally. Our Redfin agent did it all, and we sold for thousands more than the home next door. I'll check out Redfin today. 1% listing fee when purchasing with Redfin subject to minimums, terms, and conditions does not include buyer's agent commission. Learn more at redfin.com or call 844-759-7732. Um, Kyle Allen, who could very well be the starting quarterback of the Redskins if, if things were to, to stay the way the roster is right now, obviously, right. Ron Rivera. Yeah, I, I think is I don't see any way Haskins doesn't start week one. I mean, they, I, I, he started he, – he was a first-round pick last year. Of course, it was a different regime, but still a first-round pick. And Ron Rivera came out and said that they will not be acquiring Cam Newton, who he had a relationship with in Carolina. So – at this moment, they seem pretty. They seem pretty committed to Haskins. I don't see Jameis going there. But uh, the reason I have Bridgewater over Jameis, as much as I like upside and people taking risks, you can't throw thirty interceptions in a season. <laughs> you just can't do that. That's twenty-seven. First ever thirty-thirty guy. Yeah, history. yeah, legendary. Twenty-seven. We have Andy Dalton, um, who I've always been higher on than most. Um, I just, again, it's one of those things where there's a hard cap ceiling at this well, point. If you, so, off the top of my head, I don't know. I mean, you're the pro football focus wizard over there. I used to work for them. But this guy probably has one of the best winning percentages of anybody on this list other than the elite tier. I mean, all the guy did in his first – up until, what was it, last year or the year before? His team went to the playoffs every year. Yeah, then they would lose in the first round every year. Yeah, but it's um, more than a lot of these other quarterbacks could say. Don't you think James oh, Winston wishes he could uh, have gone to the playoffs and lost in the first round? So before before last year, Andy Dalton's record in the regular season was sixty eight and fifty. Um, the last year he went two and eleven, but he's also had a losing record each of the past four years as a starter. When he came into the league, he had a winning record his first five seasons. So, and in twenty fifteen, he was on his way to a borderline MVP kind of year. And then he broke his thumb when he was trying to tackle someone on, on an interception and then just ruined the, the whole season for, for the Bengals. Um, but yeah, I, I think Dalton would have been a better acquisition by the bears than another person in this tier, um, which was Nick Foles at 30. We had Dalton at 27 and Foles at 30. Um, it's crazy. Like that it, two years ago, Nick Foles beat Bill Belichick and, the Patriots in a game in the Super Bowl in a game where the Patriots didn't even punt. So Foles, obviously Foles has that upside. I think it was just a perfect match of fit and system and personnel in Philadelphia. He does have John DeFilip, uh, DeFilippo who was with him in Philadelphia, but he was also with him in Jacksonville last year and he struggled there. And the guy at 29 right above him is Gardner Minshew. I was struggling between Minshew and Foles, but I just went with Minshew because the Jaguars went with Minshew. The upside. Yeah. The upside's there, and also just the the dude just <laughs> who doesn't like who doesn't like Minshew. All right, so who's who's at twenty eight then? And then twenty eight, we got Ryan Fitzpatrick. We got Ryan yeah, Fitzpatrick, yeah, who right. I think who 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 Gardner Minshew actually really reminds me of. Um, a just a ballsy balls to the wall kind of guy. Um, Fitzpatrick, like I, he has a he has a place in my heart with uh, as a Jets fan with. Uh, that ten and six year. At, that I mean, this is like the third best quarterback in franchise, a fourth best quarterback in Jets franchise <laughs> history. 
in my lifetime, it's probably he's probably number two. Actually, no. Well, I was Sanchez alive. has to be one. Sanchez no, Sanchez isn't one. San- no. Like Sanchez, no. I mean, Testaverde. Testaverde and Pennington were, were were the two guys. What about Favre? Yeah. If if the season would have ended after week twelve, then yeah. When I mean, I, I, mean I hate Sanchez. I think he was a major bust, but. No credit for this. He, he, the guy went to the AFC Championship game twice. I guess that's really more. Again, but now. this is this is this is a, a a fundamental disagreement that we always have. Is that I very much separate a lot. Like when you brought up Trubisky, led them led the Bears to the playoffs. It's the same. It's the same thing. We're saying Sanchez led the Jets. And he was carried. Both of those players were carried. Fair enough. By by by, by good. You think you think Rex Ryan's ever going to get a, a coaching chance again? Maybe like I don't a college, think maybe a college down the road, oh, like, like Herman Edwards. He, he would definitely get a college job if he wanted it. I, I don't. Yeah, he I don't, doesn't want it. Yeah, I don't think he wants. Who do you think's gonna be? Who do you think's gonna be the new Monday Night Football booth? <laughs> How about me and you? It'll probably be an upgrade. All right, probably. You you could do play by play. <laughs> um, but I, all right, yeah. so I gotta say here. I mean, I guess there's no chance he would start, but Josh Rosen. Where would he be in this tier if he was, you know, actually having a chance to start? Or I, mean, I think he should have uh, started last year. Rose, Rosen would be in the, in the last year. Um, okay. Rosen would be like near Trubisky. I, I wasn't a Josh Rosen guy coming out of the draft. He, uh, he just didn't seem uh, – I don't know. I, I, didn't really, I didn't like the personality uh, stuff going on with him. And I also – the he, he, didn't, he, was a, he was kind of mobile, but he wasn't mobile enough for me. And – if you're not going to be a mobile guy in today's day and age, like you have to have special, special, special traits. And I just didn't see it with him. Um, he would make the work like, like last year, there was one incredible throw that he made, but that's what like Trubisky does the same thing. That's an incredible throw here and there, but I, I, I'm just not, I'm not a huge Josh Rosen guy, even though he's a, he's a member of the tribe, but you know, not a, not, not, not my cup of tea, that guy. Right. On to tier four. Yeah, so tier four, we'll start from the bottom up. So we got Josh Allen at 23. Um, Josh Allen, I mean, if, like, you were going to create a quarterback in a lab, this is the dude, you know, like, just absolutely jacked, rocket of an arm, right? People seem to love him in the Bills locker room. I think there's a lot of room for him to grow, and this is going to be somewhat of a make-or-break year for him because the Bills are actually putting weapons around him now. With Stephon Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley. They have Devin Singletary in the backfield. They'll probably add another running back, either through free agency or the draft. And their offensive line is stable enough, and they got one of the best defenses in the league. And Tom Brady's no longer in the division. So, if yeah, Josh so I, Allen- just, I just got a point. I, see, I, I think you have Allen at least eight spots too low. Uh, this guy, big time winner. Uh, Bills went to the playoffs <laughs> last year. And- big time. Big-time winner. He's got big-time fourth-quarter energy. I mean, did you was, see? the, did, the did playoff you see the game was crazy. I mean, yeah, I, he, what do you mean? Yeah, but guess what? He ended up getting them down the field, you know? So, I mean, he did, his, he did the job. It was pretty crazy, but fun to watch. And you're going to be hearing a lot of Allen to Diggs for a touchdown this year. And it's, really, like, it's, uh, it's the Bills' division to lose at this point, I think. Yeah, for sure. But I don't think – you'll hear some of Allen's to Diggs for a touchdown, but you'll hear a lot more of Stephon Diggs wide open down the middle. And he's overthrown by 10 yards. <laughs> that, that's what you're hey, going to see. Your guy, your mentor, who he hit you in the face with an iPhone charger, Chris Sims, <laughs> was all over this guy coming out of, coming out of the draft. 
And yeah, you guys watch film together on Allen, so I'm surprised that you're not much of an Allen fan. It's not that I'm not much of an Allen fan. I just like the guys above him a little bit more right now. I I I think I, I think the I think the the mobile aspect of it is a huge part. You're probably right. I probably do have him a couple spots too low, but I just like the I think the guys above him are just a little more stable. Even though I did say I like upside more, the guys above him while they're while they're stable, um, they also they still have that upside too. So I I, I just have Allen at 23. At 22, I have Ryan Tannehill. Who, speaking of a uh, uh, history of opinions. Uh, this is a guy that I, I was never ever high on, um, but he did enough last year to get a huge contract from Tennessee. Um, if I were to actually redo this list right now, I'd probably switch Allen and Tannehill. Um, but I, I think Tannehill did enough to at least be considered a viable starter at this point, which is what this tier is. The team, I, feel, uh, I mean, the, again, the I, mean, I know your qualifications are, you know, Q, wins and losses don't really matter for QBs, but even looking back at Miami, I mean, this guy, he had that, he missed the one year and they brought in Jay Cutler, but overall he's really, he's always been pretty solid and he went, he finds a way to win games. Uh, he doesn't really find that. He was the epitome of average, just like that Dolphins team was for a really long time, which is what this tier is. This tier is right now. Look at all Adam Gase's players he cut and how good they did last year around the league. Oh, oh, trust me, I know, I know, I get it. Yeah, and twenty-one, we have who I think is one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the league. We have Jared Goff. Um, this guy had like his statistics were off the charts a couple of years ago because he had the best wide receiving core in the league. He had the best running back in the league at the time, and Todd Gurley. He had, one, he had a great offensive line and probably the best offensive-minded head coach in the league. And once the infrastructure around him started to crumble a little bit, it all came tumbling down. And I, when, when he was coming out of the draft, I did not understand why, why people had him over Carson Wentz. Carson Remember the, Wentz, Ram, the Rams traded up to get him. Too. Yeah, the, the Rams traded up to get him, exactly. And I, I was way more of a Wentz guy, and we'll get to him much later. Um, but – and Goff just he the take the also like the intangible stuff. He just doesn't scream leader to me. You know, it seems pretty mild mannered, LA cool, which is fine. Like he doesn't need to be like the rah rah kind of guy. Um, but that's I have him at twenty one because I I think he was put in the best possible situation and did well enough, but he didn't make the people around him better. And juxtaposed to that, we have Sam Darnold at twenty, who cannot be in a worse situation right now and as a Jets fan it saddens me because I uh two years ago in his rookie season he was by QBR the best quarterback in the entire league the last four weeks and he came in immediately got mono to start the year threw his entire second season off did not uh, lost his best receiver in Inunua Robbie Anderson now is gone uh turned in He's not, but he's still for the that, – that, but, but that's the point. How do you feel like, about your fellow Jets fans? They're heartbroken that Anderson left and went to the Panthers. I don't think many Jets fans are heartbroken. I know a lot of them that are like, listen, like, he is a very good deep threat, doesn't do much else, bit of a head case. They had to pay him $10 million. The, Je- the Jets should a- consider uh, drafting some wide receivers. Uh, no, oh, they're but they should consider be. drafting a lot of people, so. Yeah, exactly. They, they – the, the, the infrastructure around Darnold is not strong, and I hope they don't ruin him. But I think that they, 
again, like Chris Herndon was out all last year. Do you trust Joe yeah. Douglas? I do trust Joe Douglas. But you didn't uh, did you trust McCagney. I I never really got a good read on McCagney. Yeah, it was, um, it's very bizarre. You know, they let McCagney do the draft and then they let him go. And he spent like $80 million last year. And I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with the Jets. Yeah, that, and, but, that's, but that's the problem with like all of my uh, teams that are root for aside from the Yankees, which is ownership. So um, that, that's a whole other discussion. But yeah, Sam Darnold, he is, I think, this year – if the Jets put some kind of receiving core around him and can protect him, then I think he's going to make a big jump. The problem is I don't think the Jets are going to provide him with that because that's the way my life has gone for the past 27 years. So at number 19, we have Kyler Murray, um, who had a great rookie season. And speaking of infrastructure, uh, they, they got a coach in Cliff Kingsbury who, who uh, brought in the air raid to make things comfortable for him. And now they got probably the best receiver in football and DeAndre Hopkins to join Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk. So I just I'm, – I'm a big fan of Kyle. Murray's going to take a, a huge Lamar Jackson-like leap in your 2021 rankings. Dude, that's the, that's, the, uh, that's, the, that's the consensus right now. Like two years ago, Mahomes was all the guys – that fantasy players were all over last year with Lamar Jackson. And this year's going to be Kyler Murray. Um, we'll see. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him. I, I, I do think um, his the lack of size is a problem. Even though, as you said, like I'm the biggest Russell Wilson fan there is, um, but I think 19 is a is more than a fair enough spot. And at 18, we have Baker Mayfield, who really, really had a disappointing year last year, and honestly, probably could be a couple spots lower just based on that because. He had such good weapons, and yes, his offensive line was an issue, but and, and Freddie Kitchens was not a good coach, so I, I he definitely had reasons to not uh, uh he definitely had reasons for his performance last year. But after all the commercials and all the fanfare to come out the way he did, it was definitely not a good look. Um, I think this year he's going to come back and at least get back to what he was his rookie year. Uh, I was a huge Baker Mayfield fan coming out of the draft. He was who I wanted to just the draft. Darnold was on number two on my list. I'm fine with Darnold, um, but expect Baker Mayfield take take a, a leap next year. So that's tier that that is tier what that was tier. Four. That's tier four, yeah. and you know Baker Mayfield, he's got this guy on his team that he could throw to Adele Beckham Jr. And Hirsch, you know, I think Eli Manning benefited in the last few years by uh, having Odell Beckham Jr. So. If you use that weapon properly, you could see him moving up the list and getting a big, big payday when his contract is up. But on to tier three. Tier three. So let's go to start the bottom of tier three. We have Philip Rivers at 17. The last time I did this list, I probably had Philip Rivers like somewhere between nine and like 12. Um, last year was a problem for Philip Rivers. He, it seemed like his arm was starting to go. The offensive line was not protecting him. And Philip Rivers is a statue in the pocket at his age. So if he's not being protected, then there's not much he can do. But it's a good thing that he has an offensive line around him now. And again, we did try, I did say that we're trying to separate uh, performance but, and make average wide receivers average offensive line. But last year, the Chargers did not even have an average. COVID-19 is still around, but that doesn't mean the Army ROTC programs are not there for you. Earn scholarships for school and pursue the career you want. The leadership-developing Army ROTC classes will give any full-time student the focus and resources that can open doors down the road. 
Start sharpening the skills that will carve out your future today. Learn how at GoArmy.com ROTC. Army ROTC, now accepting college scholarship applications. Visit GoArmy.com slash money for college. COVID-19 is still around, but that doesn't mean the Army ROTC programs are not there for you. Earn scholarships for school and pursue the career you want. The leadership developing Army ROTC classes will give any full-time student the focus and resources that can open doors down the road. Start sharpening the skills that will carve out your future today. Learn how at GoArmy.com ROTC. Army ROTC, now accepting college scholarship applications. Visit GoArmy.com slash money for college. Offensive line. So with an, with an average offensive line, let alone one of the best in the league that Indianapolis has, I think Rivers is going to bounce back this year, especially when he's playing in a dome. Um, so really like that um, signing by the Colts. I think um, especially with the, with the O'Brien uh, being the GM now, the Texans, Colts are definitely, I think that's their division to lose. Big Rivers, I think, is a big upgrade over Brissett. I, you know, Brissett, you haven't seen the natural qualifications, but I do know you're high on Brissett as well. So, interested to hear. Yeah, not high on Brissett. I mean, I mean, Brissett would probably be in like like around the same where like Andy Dalton is right now, like 27, 26, something like that. That's probably where I'd have Brissett. Brissett's very much like Teddy Bridgewater, and I, you kind of know what you got. I think Bridgewater's got a little bit more upside than Brissett does, but it, it's I, I wouldn't say I'm high on him. Um, I, I'm, but I am very high on the move of getting Philip Rivers. So now we're watch halfway out, through. Watch out for the Colts this season. I thought, I thought Rivers might have been uh, – inter- you know, the Patriots might have interested in him, but obviously not. Yeah, I don't think in the cold weather that would have worked very well. Um, but now we got number 16, which is the perfect spot because this was always the Andy Dalton spot, which is the, the middle of the pack. And right now, to me, that is Derek Carr. Derek Carr is the middle – it's, it's the dividing line in the NFL of where you need to be quarterback-wise. I don't think he's good enough to win a Super Bowl, but I think he's plenty good enough to at least get by. No, I'm sorry. I don't think he's good enough to be the reason you win the Super Bowl. I think he is good enough to have a team around him that can help him get there, and he can not do just enough to, to win it. But we'll see how the Las Vegas Raiders do this year. Uh, there is a chance Mariota might get some starts. Uh, Gruden, you, you always hear whispers. is isn't so high on Clark. Yeah, exactly. I, I think Gruden is sick and tired of watching people wide open down the field and Derek Carr already dumping it off because Carr is probably the most conservative quarterback in the league right now, and that's not John Gruden's style. So, How crazy um, is the Las Vegas Super Bowl going to be in like three or four years when they, they do that? Now that there's a stadium there. I mean... <laughs> maybe maybe not, Fish, Fish could do the halftime show if you're your favorite fan. <laughs> Wow, you're just like giving everybody like all these inside information about me. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be opposed to fish in the halftime show, but something tells me going from Jennifer Lopez. And you, you, and my, you and my buddy Scott Rogasti are just like the, the biggest uh, fish fans <laughs> I, I, have, I ever know. When's Scott coming on the show? Ho- hopefully, the hopefully, show? hopefully soon. And if you check out his, his Twitter feed uh, this past week, he – did like about 50 tweets in a row about fish and they, it was just like, he's like, All right, I don't care if I'm losing my followers. Fish is the best. But Scott, you know, fellow member of your tribe, right? Uh, hopefully he'll be on, on the show sooner rather than later. We did have his co-host Adnan Verk on. If you missed that episode, you go back and watch that, listen to that on demand on Spotify or however you're listening to this right now. So let's, let's move on. Next we got 15. So I mentioned that Derek Carr was the line that if you had, great surrounding talent 
on offense, defense, and, and coaching that you can get to the Super Bowl. Well, the guy right above him had that last year and got to the Super Bowl. That's Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I think Garoppolo is a little bit more upside than Derek Carr, though I do think he is in a great, great position. And it's kind of hard to tell how he's fair with average talent surrounding him. But I, th- th- there's talent there, and I think he showed uh, a good amount bouncing back from a torn ACL. So I'm at 15. 14 is a guy that I know we, we kind of disagree on a lot sometimes. Um, he, he's kind of in the same spot he's always been for me, which is Kirk Cousins at 14. Um, I think he's a good quarterback. I, I just would never feel comfortable betting on him. Um, it, it, he, he, he never really won the big game ever up until like this past year. Like he, he won a, he won a playoff game. Um, I, I just, I, I just, he doesn't do it for me. Even at Michigan state, like obviously he's had himself a hell of a career. He's made a lot of money. He's had, he's had success in the regular season, but I was very happy when the Jets didn't give him the money he wanted. Um, and at 13, we have Cam Newton. So this, this is assuming Cam is at least somewhat healthy. Um, if, if, he, if he's even 80% of what he was in his MVP season, this is pretty much where he would be. And as much as I'm struggling to find a spot for him, I, I find it hard to believe that someone is not going to give him a starting I think he's gonna be, I think he's gonna be. I think he's going to be a backup this year. It's at least on the first on paper, and I don't I don't know where could the, where could he where could who's going to sign him at this point? I just don't I don't know. The Redskins going to say uh, Ron Rivera is going to say come back. I don't think Newton wants to be with Ron Rivera anymore. I just don't see any fit for him. I mean, maybe he's like signs with like uh, the Lions as the backup because they know Stafford. You know Stafford's going to get hurt when he takes the job. It's just really tough to see a, a logical fit for Newton at this point. I mean, the Patriots are the obvious fit. Um, I think I think that one that might be that people are overlooking right now is Jacksonville. I think it's possible that they're not as sold on Gardner Minshew as they say they are, and there's real no veteran backup there at the moment. So I think that I think Jacksonville is a spot where where he can uh, go in and do like a ground and pound kind of offense, Leonard Fournette. So, that, so, that's, so, tier so that's tier three. three. My issue with tier three. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I have him as a top 10 quarterback, probably 10. Um, well, I mean, you have a 14, so I'm not really that, that crazy to say. I have four spots higher. Right. Um, I got – in this tier, I probably have uh, Carson Wentz in this tier because – or uh, either Carson Wentz or Dak Prescott. I'm sure you probably have them close to each other on the list, but I'd probably have them more in this tier. Um but let's move on to, to tier two. And um, there's going to be a name in here that's been uh, mentioned in the news quite a lot. And we'll speak about him once you finish up tier two, which has a lot of uh, elite Hall of Fame caliber talent in this, in this tier. Yeah, the, tier two goes from 12 to five. So there's, there's definitely these, – these are guys that are definitely good enough to lead to a Super Bowl. Yeah, just keep this in mind. You know, like most people say, oh, the elite, you know, give me a top five. Nah, Hirsch is different. He goes – he gets a top four. And then he, then he says, all right, five <laughs> through 12. These guys – Yeah. Just think about got, the name. Think about the names he's going to list here. And then, you know, you'll see there's three Hall of – no doubt Hall of Famers in this tier. And he'll be like, what? He has not associated with some of these guys? Oh, there's there's actually five. There's, there's, five Hall of Famers. Well, there's four no-doubt Hall of Famers. There's four. probably five. Yeah. 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 All right. T- take it away. Take it away. Well, 
let's start with one of those no dad hall of famers at number 12 i had ben roethlisberger so when i first made this list i had ben at like eight and then i saw a picture of him recently and saw his beard and saw his gut and was not too happy with what i was seeing um assume like ben roethlisberger even more so than tom brady as a jets fan he was the quarterback that always scared the crap out of me whenever the jets would play because the Jets would song the thing with Brady, obviously he would he would cut you to pieces. But the second you got to him, which was rare because he'd always step up in the pocket, but if you got to him, you'd get him down. Right. How, how, good is, how good is Mike Tomlin? Because if if Roethlisberger plays last year, they're definitely in the playoffs. And he st- they almost got in with uh Hodges and Rudolph. Great great yeah. coach. Yeah, I think he's a very good coach. I, I have a lot of Steeler fans that aren't much aren't real fans of him. But I think after what we saw what happened with Antonio Brown, that I think Steeler fans should have a newfound respect for him. But uh, Roethlisberger, um, if he gets back to full health, will probably be a couple of spots higher than, than what I have him. But right now, I just think it's safe to put him at 12. At number 11, we have Dak Prescott. Um, the, Dak is one of those guys that also has had one of the most beneficial uh, supporting cast around him. Offensive line, Running back. Uh, Amari Cooper, Zeke Elliott. Well, the head coach wasn't, wasn't really great, but I, I think Dak deserves the money that he's going to get. Well, I don't there's a he, chance he might hold out, and, you know, if he misses the first week, who is the Cowboys' backup? Uh, who is the Cowboys' backup? It's like Cooper, isn't it like Cooper Rush or something? I don't know. Maybe, um, Maybe they could sign Cam or Jameis Winston backing up Dak Prescott. <laughs> that's such a Dallas Cowboy move um, I, I think that I think they're going to end up paying him um, but so we have Dak at 11 at number 10 we have Carson Wentz so these guys throughout their careers have always been compared to each other they came out of the same draft I believe um, and I, I've always again I've, I was a huge Wentz guy coming out, coming out of North Dakota State and you look at what Wentz had surrounding him and what Dak has surrounding him Wentz has really no one to throw the ball to at this point. He's a, a former college quarterback, Greg Ward, was his number one target uh, at the end of last year, and yet somehow led his team to the playoffs. Wentz had um, a career year, didn't he? I mean, I mean, well, obviously he was going to win MVP if he didn't get hurt a few years ago, but statistically-wise, I think it was his best full, full year. Yeah, I mean, best full year. But, again, you, you mentioned that, that year when he would have won an MVP. I mean, that's something Dak Prescott has never done, you know. Like, there, there was some MVP buzz for Dak at the beginning of last year, but uh, that, that didn't hold. But, yeah, I, I, I just think Wentz has a little bit more upside. Um, I have him at 10. Number nine, we have your boy Tom Brady. And I, I, don't want, I, don't want, I don't want you to riot, but, you know, I, I think even you would admit it seemed like it took a little bit of a step back last year. Um, obviously, there was hey, – Brady's not going to be a one, but I, I don't see – I wouldn't have him outside of the top seven. So, we'll see. You know, I don't really get the move. If he wants to win, he should have stayed where he was. Um, but he's, he's joining two 1,000-yard receivers, and he's apparently really pushing for the Bucks to sign Antonio Brown. But the, the, the NFC South has Drew Brees and Matt Ryan and Teddy Bridgewater. And the NFC overall is just a much harder path to the, to the Super Bowl, especially with only one bye now. You know, or rumored to be, and Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Kirk Cousins, Mitch Trubisky. It's going to be tough 
<laughs> it's gonna be tough to easily go to the Super Bowl like like he like he he would have probably been able to do staying in England. Oh man, you crack me up, man. Uh, yeah, Brady, I, I I get it from his perspective. What else does he have to prove in New England? There's nothing else to prove, and he's already the greatest of all time. I don't think he's the best of all time. I think he's the greatest of all time, but that's the thing. I think he wants to prove that he's the best. And you think the greatest the, of all time is in your tier two quarterbacks? <laughs> he is right now. I mean, if this was 2005, he'd be number one. But this isn't 2005. This is 2020. How about um, the best of all time? Of all time, is he your tier in a tier two quarterback? He is. He right, is. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll see you soon. That's what you call a well, tier, folks. Well, yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't think he's going to be the best of all time much longer, and we'll get to that even long, even later. But um, yeah. So I mean, the move for Brady makes sense to me. Um, I, I, and the head coach in Bruce Arians, I, I think, is someone he respects. So, I, I, I mean, I'm very interested to see. I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited to root for Tom Brady. You know, I, I kind of looked at, I kind of, I kind of looked at it in the way that uh, my Red Sox fan friends used to talk about Derek Jeter, where it was like they hated the fact that they could not hate the guy, right? Like they, they wanted to hate the guy, but they couldn't. You got, you got, a, you got a diverse. Frank Patriots fans, Red Sox fans, <laughs> Steelers fans. Hey, yeah, 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 man. No judgments, bro. Um, so I, I'm excited to root for him, you know, because I, I always, I always disliked Belichick more than I dislike. Are you gonna get so, a Tom Brady Buccaneers jersey? No, that I won't do. Um, What's the last jersey you got, Sam Darnold? Oh, dude, they're gonna laugh at this. Jericho Cotter. Oh. No, 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 no. It's very recent. Like about, uh, a, is it a, about jet? Like a year ago. It is a jet. It is a jet. Um, I will say before I say who it is, I did get it for like 15 bucks. But... Is he currently a New York Giant? No, he is not. It's not Leonard Williams, no. Okay. I have a rule. I have a rule that I don't get jerseys of people younger than me. So the, the player is a, bit, is a bit older than me. We're about the same age, but he's, a, he's about my age, yeah. Um, who is it? You want me to reveal it to you? Sure, you can't guess. Uh, he's probably not a Jet anymore, I would think. No, he's still a Jet. He's still a Jet. He is. As much as Adam Gase probably doesn't want him there, he's still a Jet. Maybe on Bell? <laughs> That's right. Oh! How'd <laughs> you get that for $15? <laughs> um, so you were one of those Jets fans. I was super pumped. Oh my gosh, you got maybe on Bell. I got to get his jersey. <laughs> And like, I had a base kicked in the ball five times a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a happy sight. Uh, but, you know, I got it very cheap, so I'm not, I'm not going to complain. Um, I, I think Le'Veon Bell, you just let the guy run the ball. Oh, man. He's got left. I, they got to put an offensive line around him. They got to put a system that actually, like, he is, he is good at, not, not, not the system he's in right now. But – Let's move on. Number eight, we have Matt Ryan. Um, so I was never a huge Matt Ryan guy. I thought he was a very good quarterback, but that MVP year really, really opened my eyes a little bit. Um, and he's just a really good player. I think he's going to make the Hall of Fame. Um, and I also think the guy right above him, who I kept flipping back and forth, who I think is one of the more underrated players in, in the league, Matthew Stafford. I think you know, I, it's crazy because he's had, I don't think he has a single playoff win, but his statistics are just so overwhelming. See, you've got your six Hall of Famers in Tier 2. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. So uh, here's the thing about Stafford. If you're gonna, I got to use your same uh, theology that you used for Newton on Stafford, which is like, 
the guy's barely played in the last two years. So having him at seven is a little extreme for me. I know you've always been really high on Stafford. I think you might have had him in your top three in one of your previous. Oh, I, I, I don't think I had him in my top three. But, yeah, I've always been the big Matthew Stafford guy. Um, and, and, I, and I understand that rationale for sure. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think that's unreasonable at all. I, I just think that if he was not in a shit show of an organization like the Detroit Lions, that he might actually be more um, recognized as the talent that he is. Um, number six, we have Drew Brees, surefire Hall of Famer. Uh, it, this is also a difficult thing because it, he's been playing in a dome his whole career. Obviously, he's got a great system around him. Yeah, I'd be very interested. Yeah, but I'm not when I, when I when I mention his whole career, like I don't even look at at the, at the Chargers as as like a part of his career anymore. Like, he, you think he, the Chargers he, regret um, drafting Eli Manning, <laughs> trading for Philip Rivers when they had Drew Brees on their roster? I don't think so. I mean, Philip Rivers, like, he had a great career, and I mean, you you couldn't like Brees was coming up, especially in that at that point in time, an injury that very few uh, ever came back from at, at the quarterback position. Uh, with his shoulder, so I don't think that I don't think they regret it. Um, but yeah, so Breeze to have a six. Uh, I, his arm is going a little bit, but he he's just so smart and so accurate that he, he he's I think six is a good spot. And number five, you, know, you referenced before the best of all time, Aaron Rodgers. So initially, I had Rodgers in the first tier at number five, but I had to penalize him a little bit for last year. The guy was holding on to the ball for an eternity last year. And he made his offensive line look a lot worse than it was. And his body language was, 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 one, was someone that just looked really, really unhappy. And they still made it to the NFC Championship game. but Should have won that game, too. He, he could have. I mean, I, I just I, – I, I mean, I really, I really wanted to see a Rodgers-Mahomes Super Bowl or a Rodgers-Brady. I mean, that would have been – That'd have been much better than uh, you know the Super Bowl we got. Oh, I don't know. The Super Bowl we got was incredible. Um, but even so, like uh, Rogers, best I've ever seen, at least up until recently, and we'll get to that soon. But I, I, I think there was a little bit of a decline last year that was very noticeable, and we'll see if he bounces back this year. So that's tier two. All right, so. Hirsch, the, the Hall of Famer tier. It's year two. So let's hear, uh, you know, we got the uh, – every guy left, if, you, if you've been listening, you'll notice his uh, mobile quarterback. Um, so I think we all know who number one's going to be. And then you'll probably be surprised to hear the way the rest of the list falls out. But uh, take it away, Hirsch. You're tier one. And what's your, your, what's your like, uh, your criteria to be a tier, to tier one quarterback? Tier one quarterback is that these guys are in the prime of their career and no matter where they are or who is on their team, that they are going to be a contender. And number four, I mean, that's really going to be put to the test with number four, and that's Deshaun Watson, because it seems like Bill O'Brien is trying to test that theory. Um, And this guy, you're talking about a winner. Like, this guy is never out of it. Um, And I, I respect him immensely. Like, he... I, I don't regret that the Jets took Jamal Adams, but if Deshaun Watson was the Jets quarterback right now, I'd be a much happier team. What, what, what if the Jets took uh, the number one quarterback on your list? We'll get to that. Well, uh, the, the thing is that they actually were thinking about taking him, which – So were the Giants. They were trying to trade up, but it just didn't work out. Yeah, I don't know. I, 
But Watson, Watson, uh, I have him at four. Uh, I, wa- I, I wasn't huge on him coming out, even though I did think he was a winner. I, I didn't see the elite uh, qualities as a passer. And this guy, this guy takes a beating. I mean, he, he, yeah, yeah. he would have been in much worse shape with the Jets, with their offensive lines throughout his career. Yeah, the Texans' offensive line was, has not been good. Yeah, he's, he is an absolute gamer, and he proved me wrong for sure. Number three, we have the reigning NFL MVP, Lamar Jackson. Speaking of someone that proved me wrong, um, I coming out, I wasn't one of those guys. I was like, you have to play wide receiver. But I did think that he would have had to be put in the perfect position with the perfect coaching staff, with the perfect philosophy. And he was, but to his credit, he improved so much as a passer last year. And Do you, you don't penalize so- him at all for not really showing up in the playoffs? I, he had a lot of drop passes in that game, man. He obviously didn't he didn't have an MVP performance, but I And don't you know drop passes issues. because you you watched every Cleveland Browns game in twenty sixteen. So <laughs> you know you know bad football when you say it. Right, exactly, exactly. Um I, I got I got paid a lot of money for that too. Um so yeah, I, I have Lamar at three. Uh, I, I think that's more than fair. I, I can understand why people would say, how can you have the MVP at three? Um, but, you know, we'll see. I, I'm very interested to see how the league comes back this year and tries to defend him. Um, number two, we have a guy that I had a number two a couple of years ago also, and I don't regret it at all, and I will defend it to the death, and that's Russell Wilson. This guy, I'm surprised you have number one. <laughs> I mean, no lead is safe against this dude. I, I mean, except the only other guy that, that we can say that about, at least to me, is number one is Mahomes. But Russell Wilson, I in he's Seattle, good. It's he's not, really, it's not like, he's really, he's really good. And I was, I was always, I mean, I think you know, number two for like the last four years, you've had number two. I think it's crazy, but you know, last year he really. He was really good, and the team was not very good. And no, they weren't. He, they were in the playoffs, and he's just a very good quarterback. And you always, I always wonder, like, how, how would he be without, like, Pete Carroll, who I think holds him back, and we'll never know. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, they, they had this run-oriented offense, even though they don't have the personnel for it, right? They're just, like, trying to shove Marshawn Lynch one yard at a time. They don't have – a stellar group of receivers. I mean, even though uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, they're good. They're, good. they're pretty good. But their offensive line isn't, isn't great. Defense isn't great anymore. It's clearly his team now. And I the, – the guy is just – I'm, I'm out of words what to say. I, I, he's, he's, he's just one why, of why the best quarterbacks to ever Why don't you get his jersey? I think he's a little older than you. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, he's also around my height. So, so you, got, you got Russell Wilson in the Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How about Deshaun Watson? Too early to say for Deshaun Watson. Lamar Jackson? Still too early to say. Rivers? Rivers, yes. All right. So you got a lot, you got a lot of Hall of Famers here in the NFL. I think you could arguably say that, you know, the last seven years or so, has been the most talent at the quarterback position that we've ever seen in the league history. Well, yeah, and also because the rules are favoring them. But, yep. I mean, that but, just, but, just think about how great – and I wanted you to do your all-time list, you said no, but think about how good Dan Marino would have been in this 
day and age of NFL rules where this guy had all the records and it was a run first league and there was like so many restrict there wasn't so many restrictions on defense like scary to think what his numbers could have been like yeah man for sure and number one we have who I think is now the best I've ever seen which is Mahomes and like this dude this dude hey our guy Chris Sims was all over this guy he had him he, he was comparing him to Brett Favre when he was coming out of the draft. Um, I, I, I mean, there was I a lot he of hype. you got to give a lot of credit to the Mets because this guy, he was in the Mets clubhouse with his father. And uh, it's, no, it's, no, it's no coincidence that two guys who are, uh, you know, in the Mets clubhouse's kids are like superstars now, Patrick Mahomes and Donovan Mitchell. So big ups to the Mets. They really know how to develop prospects for the NFL and the NBA. <laughs> oh, you're still sour over Syndergaard, huh? Hey, it's tough, but you know what? And the way things are going, Syndergaard might be the first pitcher in uh, MLB history, or at least Mets history, to get Tommy John surgery and not even miss a season. Hey, I, I hope you're wrong on that. But, yeah, I mean, back to Mahomes, I don't think there's really much else to say except that the guy is inhuman. and. I, I want to tell a little bit of a story right now, and you don't, you, you don't know about this, so. Oh man, um, I just want to say, I'm surprised, I, you know, I'll just tell you a story, but shouldn't you put Mahomes as tier one all by himself? Yeah, probably, probably, but I thought that was a bit of a cheap move, so I didn't do that. All right, so let's hear this, this story. Go and, ahead. and this is, this, and, and this has to do with why Patrick Mahomes is the best I've ever seen. So going into the Super Bowl, and for my Super Bowl party, I was already assured myself at least $230 because I was in a suicide pool, a survivor pool, where you had to choose a team to win every round, then you couldn't use them again. So in the first round, I took the, um, I took the, yeah, I took the Seattle Seahawks to beat the Eagles. And then the next round, I took the Packers to beat the Seahawks. And the next round, I took the Niners to beat the, um, to beat the Packers. And Same then in the Super Bowl, it stayed in the NFC. I had to. And then in the Super Bowl, I left myself the Chiefs. And then I was in another pool where I was in a pick against the spread pool where you allocate a certain amount of points for each game uh, every week uh, and pick against the spread. And I was in first place in that pool. And don't forget, yeah. f- folks, just so uh, I'm sort of like, you know, Hirsch works on a gambling show. This guy is always in Atlantic City at the sports book. He goes to Atlantis in the Bahamas and plays poker with Phoenix Suns players, no joke. So this guy is all about the gambling. <laughs> Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, so I had assured myself at least $230 because my payout um, on the pick, on the pick em, uh, against the spread where I had San Francisco plus one and a half would have been that payout. Would have been 300 minus the 70 I was investing in both pools. So the game is going on, and obviously my biggest payout is the Chiefs. Uh, I would have won like something like $900 or so. I would have made a stupid amount of money if the Chiefs would have won by one because then I would have won both, but I, was not, I never knew that, never thought that was a possibility. So it's the third quarter. It's third and 15. The Chiefs are down 10. And my friend who's at the party says, Andrew, I'll buy my action off you. I'll buy your action off you for the Chiefs for $200. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, it's third and 15. I just saw a tweet where the win probability was somewhere about two point something percent for the Chiefs. The 49ers are the team most built to hold the lead in the entire league with their running game and their defense. So I was like, okay, but I forgot that the quarterback that is most built 
to come back and bite me in the ass is Patrick Mahomes. And that's exactly what happened. And I cost myself $700 because I sold my action on Patrick Mahomes in the middle of the Super Bowl. Rookie move, rookie move. Who do you think, I don't know. Who, who do you think Chris Sims rooting for in this game? He loves Mahomes, and he's got his guy Kyle Shanahan with the 49ers. I mean, Chris Sims has a tattoo of his uh, of uh, Kyle Shanahan's initials on his thigh or on his calf. So I'm pretty sure he was rooting for San Francisco. You want to just give my audience a little background on your relationship with Chris Sims? I, I think you already kind of did. <laughs> so so Harsh was basically like Chris's researcher. So, you know, if you thought Chris was sounding intelligent on the, the Bleacher Report betting show, Hirsch is the reason why, right? Nah, I'm not, I'm not going to go that far. But um, I, I was also a Chipotle delivery. Boy, now, Hirsch, so. I got to ask you, like, since, you, since you've gone got from Bleacher Report, they have launched a host spinoff thing, which is VR Bets in Las Vegas. I can't help but think that you are a huge part of that being what it is today. Because th- there was no betting show until you were there. I don't know. I, I it wasn't. I, I, I listen. I, I wish them all the best. I, I I don't really have much else to say. But well, if that if that's the case, that's the case. You know. But uh, I, I'm happy that gambling is making inroads now, and I hope that all this coronavirus stuff just calms down, and we can get back to caring about stuff that doesn't really matter. You know. But if you're a degenerate gambler. Just check out Hirsch with uh, Sports Illustrated right now. He's still he's still giving you things to to bet on, um, d- despite the, the bleak times in the NFL. But you know, Hirsch, it's it's been fun. Uh, any last thoughts on on your QB list or, or anything else we discussed today? Nah, I mean, n- not not really. I I think it's a hundred percent perfect, and anyone that has an issue with it uh, can go to hell. What a way to end the show. <laughs> all right. Uh, go check out Hirsch on Twitter at Clocks Hirsch. He does not tweet at all. Um, the last time he tweeted was probably like 2016. He retweeted some, yeah. some Patriot stat or something. Just don't check my likes. Just don't do that. <laughs> he might be on Instagram, but I don't really know. He doesn't like to live his social life. But that's going to do it here for the third episode of this podcast. So you've been listening to You Know I'm Right at We will be back next time with a full WrestleMania preview. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 